morning, everybody. Welcome to Two Minutes of Hope with Mario. Two Minutes of Hope. Why? Because we need hope. <laughs> because religionism is trying to kill hope. But thank God for the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hope. Hope with life, joy, peace, righteousness, and happiness and fulfillment in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, a couple of days ago, yesterday, I think, yesterday, or a couple of days ago, went to the supermarket and there was, a, and there was an elderly lady, whom I know because uh, we know, and, um, and my wife asked her, where's your mask? Uh, you know, didn't, didn't the president tell you to wear a mask? And she said, uh, she said, um, she said, now I've, I've lived all my life and, uh, and Jesus always protected me and healed me. Yeah. Okay, the problem is that we're not talking about your health. We're talking about other people's health. And so you might have the virus and not know it. And you're spitting all over the place and you're infecting other people. So, where... The mask, the, the revelation of the morning, the virus got no legs. The virus, coronavirus, does not have legs. Okay? Revelation of, of 27th of April. You know why it moves? Because it uses your legs. It uses your legs and it moves from one place to the other and then you spit and then you touch and then you do it and that's, that's how the virus moves. So please, please, please listen to what... The governing authorities say, and by the way, by the way, talking about the fact that, no, I need to, I must uh, hear what the Word of God says, I must obey what the Word of God says, uh, and uh, not what man says. Okay, let me tell you what the Word of God says. Hear what the Word of God says. L let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring the virus on themselves. <laughs> so please, social distancing, okay, and, uh, and a mask. And stay home, stay home as much as possible. Come on, stay. You want, you, you know, we, we, we're heading, thank God, we're heading for, for level four, and then God willing, a level four three and then two and then one and then this thing will be gone thank you jesus once and for all this i want to use a bad word but anyway this thing will be this cursed thing will be will be gone and thank god for that once and for all but until then please i'm, I'm begging i don't want to go back to number five i don't want to go back to level five so please don't give the virus legs just how difficult is that you say, no, I'm moving in faith. No, you're not moving in faith. You're moving in foolishness and in presumption. That's what you're moving in. Foolishness and presumption. No, I'm a faith man. No, you're a... Okay. So, <laughs> please, stay home as much as possible. Just, just obey what you're told. Just obey what, the, what, the, what, the, what seems to... The people that seem to know more than we do. At least they've got a bigger bigger picture. I know that there's a Facebook police that will come down on me and say, oh, this is a, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, what do you call it? It's a, it's a, it's a made up thing. It's a, it's a, it's not true. It's not, well, whatever. Uh, you know, you, I pray that you will never find out at your expenses. Okay. Whether it's true or not. 
But please, for my sake and the sake of those people that want to stay number f at level 4 and go to number level 3 and go to 2 and go to 1 and go to normal levels, please don't carry it around. Right, now, this week I want to talk to you about labels. I want to talk to you about labels. Labels, everyone has a label. If, if I were to ask you now um, to close your eyes and to imagine yourself with a, lab with a label uh, on your head, I wonder what some of you would come up with. Uh, incapable, old, fat, uh, ugly, um, uneducated. Uh, or some labels that uh, maybe your parents gave you, or maybe, maybe your teacher gave you, or maybe that, that girlfriend that uh, dropped you when you were 16. Or, you know, everybody's got a label. Everybody's got something that is, people have been labeling us with and and it's a, and, and it's a, and it's something that we carry through life with us we carry it with us uh, you, you're a failure your father says you're a failure all your life you have this label failure and when the, when the possibility of, of something comes when the possibility of success comes immediately you see yourself with this label failure now i want to i want to talk to you about the, the, these labels and i want to talk to you about uh, which one have you picked? Uh, the one, the only one that has the right to give a label is the manufacturer. Now, here I have a beautiful, a beautiful uh, coat that was given to me by a friend of mine in Genova, uh, and the label is put the label Homeward. Okay, that is his label, Homeward. And Homeward, this this friend of mine, whose name is David. Uh, David is the creator of Homeward, okay? He, he financed it, he employed the people, the designers, he employed, he bought the computers, he, he employed the, 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 the people that would, uh, would design it, would, uh, would plan it, would, uh, and, uh, and then of course he would send it to another nation to have it made, but, uh, but he was the creator, he was, and he's the only one that has the right to put a label, because this is his uh, piece of clothing. It's his, it's his item, it's, his, it's what he's created. So, the only one who has the right to attach a label to you is your creator. The only label that you must pick and allow to define you is God's label. And so today I want to start with a, a series that we'll, we'll, uh, we'll look at this week. Uh, based on um, on labels, and today I want to talk to you about son or servant. Do you label yourself with uh, with the title son or with the name servant? And uh, in many many churches, especially in Italy, I have been I've been doing I've been preaching in five for a long long time. Yeah, I've been preaching in five continents and in various uh, many many hundreds, if not thousands, of churches, and uh, you know. Sadly, especially in Italy, the majority of them, when, they, when the pastor prays for me, and thank God I understand, I understand the, heart of, the heart of the pastor, I understand his, his, his uh, honesty, I understand his desire. But when they pray for me, they say, oh Lord, please bless Mario, your servant. And I let him finish the prayer because it's okay, even, even that prayer is a good prayer. But then I take him to one side and say, excuse me, pastor, but I'm not a servant. I'm a son. My identity is not servant. I'm a son. My identity is son. 
I am a son and I serve my God uh, because I, I so desire and I so decide. I decide and desire to serve my God. Never mind you, Paul describes himself as a servant of God, not as a slave of God. No, 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 wait a minute. He says, Paul, a servant. This is who I am. I am Paul. And this is what I do. I serve. There's a heck of a difference. Religionism tried to tell you that you are a servant, that you are a servant and therefore you must serve. And I say, no, 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 I'm a son. I'm a son. I'm entitled not to a wage, not to a, not to a, 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 a recompense in terms of what I do. I'm entitled to an inheritance in terms of what my father has done. I'm a son. I'm not a servant. So the label that I want you to understand this morning is son versus servant. Religion tries to put the, the, the label of servant on you. I want to, to rip it off and, and, and give you the label of son. From now on, of course, if you're a girl, daughter. So John 3, 3, uh, we all know the scripture. Jesus is speaking to Nicodemus and he says, uh, Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, the translation, not that good. Born again, the word there, the Greek word, the original Greek word there is the word anothen. Anothen means from above, from above. That is the reason why when Jesus speaks of the power that will come down, will come down from above. Anothen, same word. When uh, the, the, the gifts, every perfect gift, every good gift that comes down from the Father in heaven, from above. Anothen, uh, the veil that was ripped in two from top to bottom, from above. Anothen, same word. So, it is something that proceeds from above. And what is it? It's the seed of God. It's the seed of God. In order for you to be born again, to be born from above, you need to receive seed. And the seed is the, the grace of God that comes down and your faith says, yes, I accept it. Boom. Boom. You're conceived. You're born. And that's as simple as it is. You're not a servant that is employed. You're a, you're a son that is conceived. Okay? Now, that's why 1 Peter... Uh, 123 says you have been born again and again now again now genesis gen genes again now it's, it's something to do with your genesis you've been born again this this time it, it is born again generated again anna means again again now means generated regenerated you've been born again not of perishable seed not a perishable seed, but of imperishable seed through the living and abiding Word of God. Inside here is the seed of God. Inside here is the is the seed. Is I don't want to get too graphic, but is the seed is the, the um, um, it's the, the DNA of God and. This comes down and you receive it and you say, yes, okay, I will receive it. And that's how you are born. 20.22 says, when he has said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. There's something in the breath. This, this, uh, the, this is the breath. It's something in the breath, the word that contains the ruach, the spirit, the breath, the, 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 the the Spirit of God that comes out, comes out, containing the Word of God, comes out. You hear it, it comes in, you receive it, and bang, you fertilized. <laughs> and you conceive in order to be born again. Now what? Born again by God's Spirit. Now, do you remember that the name of God? 
the name of God, a tetragram, and write the four letters that form the, the, the name of God. Yod, Hey, Vav, Hey. Y, H. Now the word H is basically, uh, Hey is represented by a man with his, with his hands lifted up and basically represents spirit, breath, uh, something, something that is inside of you. Okay? It, it represents revelation, it, many things, but the, the, the understanding of Hey is spirit, is breath. So why do we have twice the, the letter Hey? Breath in the name of God, because the Adiyapranasan, you say, you say, breathe in, and that is the H, the, the hey of God. Breathe in, breathe out, and that's what God did. He breathed, he breathed in. The, Every single microgram of life in the whole universe, and then he breathes into you. And that's how you receive the the life of God. You God breathing, yeah, and you, and that's that's what you must do. You must breathe in what he breathed out, and breathe it out on other people. The, um, God said to Adam, go be fruitful and multiply. Jesus said to his disciples, go and make more disciples. Be fruitful and multiply. So that's what he said to do. Take these videos. Uh, tell your friends to watch. Uh, send them out. Uh, uh, repost them. Um, share them. Uh, go to my podcasts. Just do something with this precious time that you have in a house, locked in a house, where you can touch people for the first time, maybe the first time in their lives. Uh, kind of understand what it means to die and you don't even know why. Simply because some, some, some precious soul spat on the, on, the, on the fruit that you bought five minutes later. So, um, you receive breath and you give breath. Now, the secret of Genesis 1, 26, 27 is very simple. God said, let us make man to our likeness. Elohim, the plural of uh, El uh, uh, the, the plural, the, the divinity, the Godhead got together and said, Let us make man our image according to our likeness. And so, what, what did they do? Someone that like God. Okay, now, uh, most of you have got children, they've got sons, uh, got daughters. Your children are not uh, poodles, right? They're not, uh, they're not uh, uh, goldfish, they're not cauliflowers, they're not stones, no, they are human beings. Why? Because they're husband and wife, and guess what, you need a, you need a male and a female to be able to produce a, a, a life. They got together, conceived you, and they made you like them. In other words, you're not God, but you are like God. The secret of Genesis 26, 27. The line of the snake in Genesis 3, through five, it is to even says yes, 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 yes. It's okay. God is fine and everything. But for you to be like God, you need to do something. You need to eat the fruit of the tree, which is what, which will determine in your mind not only what is evil, but also what is good. And all of a sudden, we have a scale. We have a we have a book that says this is good and this is bad. According to what? According to the according to the thinking of man instead of the thinking of God. So. The opposite is achieved. You all of a sudden the God part of man 
has to leave because it cannot cohabit uh, where sin exists, where, where, where imperfect And so God takes Adam and he puts him outside of the Garden of Eden in a, in a dimension called time, so that in, in the time dimension he can change his eternal destiny. But anyway, that's for another day. So, um, the, the lie of the snake was something in order to become who you already are, right? That, that the devil did with, with Jesus in Matthew chapter 4 when he said that when he said uh, if you are the son of God turn these stones into bread now what had Jesus come to do Jesus had come to turn the stone of the law into the bread of life that's exactly what he had come to do but the, but the devil says in order for you to be who you are you need to prove it so you do something you prove that you are and what did Jesus say he said no 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 no, no. wait a minute man shall not live by by every word of God. What does that mean? It means that my God said uh, yesterday, two days ago, whatever it is, this is my, when I was in the, at the Jordan being baptized, he said, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Now, the word said, I'm a son. I don't have to prove it. I'm a son. Not because I prove it. I'm a son. Because I, my God need to be a son. That's it. You don't have to prove anything. If you have received the breath of God and you have been born again of the Spirit of God, you are a son, you are a daughter. You don't have to prove anything. You just have to let your nature come out naturally. Now, John 3.18, listen to what he says. He says, Jesus says, He who believes in Him is not condemned in, in God. He's not condemned. But he who does not believe... Believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God, the only begotten Son of God, of the only begotten Son of God in Jesus Christ. You are not condemned. Religion will say to you that you are condemned, but Mario says to you because the Bible says you're not. He who believes in him is not condemned. How difficult is it to read the Bible? How difficult is it to read the Word of God? Why do we always have to look for something? Somehow we attach a scripture in order that we can lose our salvation, we can lose our identity, we lose our. In other words, we must do something in order to be. No, you must do nothing in order to be. Be in order to be. You've been conceived by God. You are a God. Period. John eight thirty four thirty six says this. Jesus answered them and said, "Most assuredly, I say to you." Whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. There, you see, Mario. There you go. There. See, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And the slave does not abide in the house forever. But the son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. You're not the slave of sin. You are not a slave. Because you're a son, you're not a slave of sin. How easy is it to read the word of God? The, the slave does not abide forever. Because why? Because he's a slave of sin. So he... He, when he's finished doing what, he's, what he has to do, he must go away. Uh, uh, because in the house, the house is reserved only for sons who are not slaves of sin. So let's carry on. John 19, 7. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and according to our law, he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. Now this is the, this is the, the heart of the word stone, the stone of stumbling that Isaiah speaks of in the, the four or five times in the Bible, the stone of stumbling and, and the chief cornerstone. The stone is what? Is the, the word stone in the Hebrew is the word eben. 
that it's made out of Alepeit Nu. Ab Fada, figlio. Fada is. Sorry, uh, I've just finished my Italian uh, transmission, so my, my brain is still bilateral. <laughs> so, um, uh, Ab Fada, Ben, son. So, Eben means father and son. The stone, the stone of uh, stumbling, that's why the Jews wanted to kill him, because the stone, he made himself to be the son of God. And nothing has changed today, but I get, I get uh, persecuted. Why? Because I say, if I'm a son, I'm a son forever. I don't have to, to stay a son, I am a son. And that is the stone of stumbling, their identity as a Christian, as a son, not as a servant. Uh, verse uh, uh, John chapter 1 and verse 11 he came to his own he came to his own he came to his own to the Jews and his own the Jews did not receive him but as many as received him to them he gave the right to of God those who believe in his name who were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of God now listen the, the, it's translated, to, he gave to them the right, but the word exousia, the right, uh, the authority, exousia, um, can also be translated from Strong's concordance of Greek words uh, that, I, that I looked up. Exousia means power of choice, liberty of doing as one pleases. In other words, to whoever received him, he gives them the right to choose to become children of God. How powerful is that? He says to you, I say, I, I, I put before you life and death, uh, blessings and the cursings. Choose life. So he says, yeah, I put before you the law, the servitude and sonship. Choose the, the power to choose. Exousia, power of choice. Liberty of doing as you like. And to become children of God, to those who believe in his name who were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of, but of God you were not born you cannot choose who you're born to you cannot your children didn't choose the location I would like to be born in Hermanos because uh, I can surf no uh, they didn't choose the color of their skin I would like to be, to be, to be born this or that they didn't choose the their social status, they didn't choose their bank account, they couldn't choose anything, they couldn't choose nothing. They, they were born not of the will of man, but of the will of God. And so if you're a son, you're born of the will of God. John 19, 17 to 30. Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. Many of the Jews read the sign for the place where Jesus crucified was near the city. And the sign was written in Aramaic, like Latin, and Greek. Now the chief priest of the Jews protested to Pilate. They said, do not write the king of the Jews, but that this man claimed to be the, the king of the Jews. Now I've, I've done uh, a little bit of a study in that uh, scriptural uh, reference of uh, Wikipedia <laughs> on the internet. But quite a number of, uh, quite a number of uh, um, learned uh, students, Hebrew students, say that uh, this, the, this phrase that, that Pilate hung on the cross, like as it was in, in, in Latin, it was 
our I, Jesus Nazarenus Rex Judorum, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jew, the Jews, uh, the same was in, in Aramaic, and the initials of uh, the, this phrase that was Yeshua HaNazareth, the Malek Hayudim, was nothing less than YHWH. And all of a sudden you have Yod, Hey, Vav, Hey stuck on the cross with the sun hanging. Why? Because the identity of the son is the father. The father is the son, the son is the father, and the one who gives his life for you is, the, is God. That's why John 17, 20, 23 says, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. So it, it's, it's for Beatrix is praying, for Mario is praying, for Tanya is praying, for Cornet is praying, for Rene is praying, for every, any, every one of us. And he's saying this, he say, that they all may be one. Yahweh, Son, Father, they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you. That they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. Hallelujah. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them to me. Don't always go around saying, no, all the glory to God. Yes, all the glory to God, but listen. The glory which you have given me, this is Jesus speaking, not Mario, the glory which you have given me, I have given them the same identity, the same glory, the same fact that I'm a son and I give them the glory of sonship, I give them my identity. I'm a son, they're a son. That they may be one. Why? Because you and I, Father, are one. I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect. <laughs> yeah, imperfection does not in the presence of Christ. Don't worry, don't worry. Your, your heart is perfect, your spirit is perfect, where Christ lives, it's perfect. There is no nothing less than perfection. Maybe perfect in one and that the world may know that you've seen me and have, ooh, what? Love them as you have loved me. Whoa, no, 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 no. If you don't behave properly, the, the father's going to turn his head and he's not going to love you. If you don't do, if you don't do, if you don't, if you don't sanctify yourself, the, the father doesn't love you. He doesn't have to love you. He has loved you. In Christ, you are loved for eternity. With the same love that you have loved me, I have loved them. Glory to God. Okay. Now, uh, let me close with uh, uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 16, 18 uh, from, from uh, a book that I've written called and it's uh, my free interpretation of scriptures, of the letters, uh, of Paul's letters, uh, in the light of grace, but not in the light of uh, pseudo-grace, no, in the light of real grace. The grace that says, once you're a son, you're a son forever. Nothing can change your position of sonship in Christ. Your identity, your label is not servant. Your identity, your label is son. Your identity, your label is son. Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, they put a label on you and it says, son, it doesn't say servant. Now listen to this. Due to this inclusion, inclusion of what? The inclusion of all humanity, all humanity in the, in the, in the, uh, in, so, in the redemption of humanity. It's, the whole humanity is included in redemption, not in salvation, in redemption. So uh, due to this inclusion, we have decided that we will never use human labels to identify others. I, I suggest that you get your your your.
thought this is how I interpreted the scripture. Due to we have decided that we will never use human labels to identify others. Even our beloved religionistic dogmas about Jesus Christ must be put aside. From now on, the only label that has any value is the one stuck to the heart of the individual. The one who declares him son of God. A new creation just out of the creator's hands. The old life of flesh and rules is over forever. Spirit and grace have settled in our being in their place. And since we are more than aware that we have received this wonderful revelation from God, we want to announce it to everyone. Rejoice! God forgave you once for all. Indeed, God has given the world. Indeed, God has forgiven the world, erasing all sins, past, present, Thanks to the sacrifice of the Lamb that has removed the sin from the world. You are sons, you are not sons. You want the label? The label is son. I am a son. Say this with me. I am son of God. That is your label. Don't ever let anybody else tell you otherwise. I've given you enough scriptural evidence, scriptural proof. There are tons. I mean, the soul. This whole thing, this whole Bible, everything, every word here speaks of God as sons and not servants, according to the what was done on the cross and the blood of Jesus. So, Father, thank you. Abba, Daddy God, thank you so much for what you have done on the cross for us, that you've given us sonship and not we are not servants waiting for a waiting for a wage, waiting for a remuneration according to what we've done, but we're sons. We're sons. To receive that we'll receive uh, in inheritance according to what you have done on that cross and we thank you for it i bless all my brothers and sisters that are watching now in the name of jesus and once again daddy god you your, your favorite son i'm asking you to to bless south africa protect it and please 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 speak to your children to be to be wise and not to be foolish or presumptuous to be wise and to follow the rules uh, of distancing and mask and, and everything else. Thank you. This virus back where it came from in hell in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Love you. Big hug.